Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Superview Show's Career Retrospectives, right here on the Superview Show. I am joined by my two incredible British co-hosts, Kyle and Mike. What's going on, guys? Right then, if I a British accent, I would. If <laughs> we tried. It's okay. But uh, no, as the title of this episode of Career Retrospectives opens and discusses and all that stuff, we are breaking down and talking about Ed Sheeran's Subtract. That just came out, I think it was a week or two ago. I forget how, how long ago it came out. But uh, we're talking about Ed Sheeran's subtract from this year in 2023. Um, who's a, who, Whose pick was this, by the way? I forgot. It wasn't a specific pick. It was just that since it came out, figured why not cover it. Oh, so all right. So we're going with Kyle for a second. It's kind of source, half of Kyle's idea. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Kyle, this is your idea. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so, I'll start. Ed Sheeran, someone that uh, historically I've had a uh, mixed mixed feelings on. Uh, I like some of his stuff. I thought like his Multiply album, I thought was actually really solid. He has some other solid songs here and there, uh, particularly off Divide. I like a couple of those. Otherwise, I found him to be a pretty by the numbers boring in some aspects but you know he has some hits i like figured i heard some decent things about this record figured i'd check it out and uh i'll get into more later but uh very disappointed especially from where he went on the past two albums before this uh very disappointed to see that this was not in that vein at all yeah um mike do you want me to go or do you want to go i'll just go yeah, okay, that's fine. Go ahead. Um, yeah, I mean, I've uh, I do enjoy an artist who kind of brings like an acoustic kind of, um, you know, kind of style of uh, album to kind of the pop uh, landscape, you know, and uh, those songs can be pretty easy to win me over when they're done correctly. So I kind of came into this with high hopes that you know the songs that I've heard from. Them, I've actually been like, yeah, like I have no problem with those. Um, they're not bad at all. And if anything, I prefer them over like, you know, like Nicki Minaj or any of this other kind of like uh, style uh, music that finds its way at the top, top of the charts. So like if, if I'll take uh, like musical proficiency and like um, kind of an acoustic kind of flavor over like an electronic beat um driven song any day so uh, i kind of came into this with that hope but i mean um in the same vein that kyle was kind of coming at i definitely think this is what we like to call the the big uh, open missed opportunity uh that i kind of was getting a continuous uh theme of and yeah i'll kind of go more uh into my actual breakdown of the album yeah cool um for me, I mean, I've been and I mean, I, I've, I've dabbled into more of his like some of his deeper tracks, not all of them. I mean, like some cuts like Supermarket Flowers, I think are brilliant. Like it really shows you how good of a, a lyricist he can be, um, especially in like our modern world of like hip, hit pop, hit pop song, hit pop song, hit pop song here and there uh, or just one single where he actually tries to put he, he, his albums typically have like one or two really big hits. Um, with a lot of other good songs in there, a good plus to an extent for the most part, which I appreciate him for doing. Uh, Divide was especially in the 2017, You Could Not Escape, Shape of You, or Perfect, or Castle on the Hill. 
uh, at all. Those are all pioneering songs on the radio, and now they're just played on adult contemporary stations to this day. Um, I have to tell you, I, I going in coming off of equals, kind of similar to what Kyle said, coming off of, off of equals, which had bad habits and shivers and a lot of other really good songs on there too, like like the Joker and the Queen. I know he did it with Taylor Swift as well, actually. Yep. A version of that he did. A, he did a version of Bad Habits with Bring Me the Horizon. So they do has been around experimenting around the past couple of years, the past one, two, maybe two or three years or so. Uh, with different types of sounds and different types of like, you know, uh, you could tell Bad Habits was definitely very much more of a pop, like driven sound. And so was Shivers. Those were the two big hits. But stuff like Overpass Graffiti, I thought was actually really good. Uh, Joker and the Queen, as I mentioned, was good. So going into this one, though, with Subtract, and I was like, hmm. It's kind of like, and I just listened to it again for the for like a, the second or third time um, before we went live tonight. It's kind of like if you took, like, uh, it's weird. I appreciate his style, like, for trying something different. Because, like, the past two or three records for him have been, like, consisted of huge, big pop hits. And this was much more of a quieter record. It was very much, like, um, this uh, slower to an extent. The only really big hit off it at the moment right now is um, Eyes Closed. We'll get into the track listing in a second. But uh, overall, I was... I was taken back by how like soft it was. I guess that's one way of putting it. I guess you could say also like not maybe not me, but like not not putting me to sleep at least. But like just being like, you know, he's got he him trying something like this. I applaud him for trying it, but it's just it was a little bit too slow for me. A little bit too like um not boring just just slow and not as interesting as i thought they would the songs would be outside of like eyes closed and whatnot um i, I just want to say something too i i will be seeing ed sheeran uh with my family and my lovely amazing girlfriend um who will be will be seeing him um in next month actually when he hits when he hits our area at metlife stadium um in east rutherford new jersey we're excited to see him um i to be honest i really hope he plays like two songs off this album and that's it because he has so many other hits under his belt and uh, so many other, other really good songs as well. Why would he only go to this? We'll get to the towards the end, but that's just me. Because I, I I really hope I hear like eyes closed and that's really it. For me, at least. Um, I'm not, not sure where you guys, what your standout tracks are for you guys. We'll, we'll get into that right now. So overall, I enjoyed what I heard, but it was definitely a step in a a more emotional direction. A much more of a, of a, of a, um, What's the word? I can't think of like much more of like a heartfelt direction for him, truthfully. But yeah, let's let's jump over to if you're listening to us, just to sit back and relax. Uh subtract is his sixth studio album by Ed Sheeran. Um the track listing says, uh hold on one second if I can get to it. So the track listing goes as follows. Uh all the tracks are written by Ed Sheeran, except we're noted, and there's a couple other songs uh that have other writers on here as well, but boat. Uh, Saltwater, Eyes Closed, Life Goes On, Dusty, End of Youth, Colorblind, Curtains, Borderline, uh, Spark, Vega, I think Vega, I think it's Vega, uh, Cinecom, No Strings, and The Hills of Aberfeldy. I think it's how you say that, right? Um, but yeah, and and also on the on the Spotify yep. Deluxe Edition, there was um wild on a uh, wildflowers stone toughest and movie. There's a couple of bonus tracks in there too. Um, there was other songs as well that he wrote too. But um, 
let's go back over to Kyle. So Kyle, going down this track listing right here of what these songs, you know, what are your standouts? Do you have any at all? And what do you got? Uh, yeah. So most of this album actually annoyed me to listen to. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, just cause it's an album full of fives, fours, and some threes like only a couple going above that, to be honest, like boat, terrible album opener, horrendous way to open an album. Uh, with that said, it's one of the better tracks on the record. I went with a six on this one. It's a decent song, nice chorus, but hearing that as a start to the album, I was like, oh, this is going to be one of those records. Saltwater, same thing. Five, boring track. Needed more to happen in this. Didn't happen. Eyes closed. JT, I'm not with you on this one. Uh, this is a four. Boring song. I don't like what, I think it's like ukulele plucks going on. I really don't like I can't stand that like I, I, I melody he does in the chorus. Oh, yeah. It's a swing and a miss at like a pop radio hit. But then we get to one of the only tracks I actually like, which is Life Goes On. This is a nine. This is a really good song. The only thing stopping it from being a 10 out of 10. Only thing is, this is just thinking out loud. This is exactly his song, Thinking Out Loud, but with a sadder message. Listen to those lines in the chorus. The <laughs> only thing I can think in my head is the lyrics to Thinking Out Loud. That's it. Uh, also, he did a version of this with Luke Combs. That's actually pretty solid as well. Mm, okay. But then we immediately go for another pop, you know, pop uh, radio hit attempt here. Swinging a Miss again with Dusty. It has that like minimalistic beat behind it that I can't stand. Could have been on Taylor Swift's Evermore Midnights, it, but in a not good way. <laughs> Uh, end of youth three some of the cringiest lyrics i've heard from him nothing catchy it's a lame song to be honest could have been on folklore by taylor swift uh colorblind <laughs> awful lyrics again lame doesn't go anywhere four curtains though eight out of ten it's different about time in this album that we got something different it brings back that like little bit of rapping style that he does every so often, which is severely lacking on this album as a whole. Uh, I actually appreciate the real drums being, you know, in the forefront of this has a cool beat behind it. Eight out of 10. And then we just go immediately back to the same crap <laughs> with borderline. <laughs> the falsetto actually sounds good. Again, decent department store song five out of 10. Then we get to Spark. Oh, you know, hearing a title like Spark, I'm thinking, okay, we're going to be a little more upbeat now. We're going to have something going on. No, I was wrong. There's weird orchestrated violins during the <laughs> chorus that bothers the hell out of me. It's boring, boring, boring. God. Uh, Vega, better lyrics than the others to, you know, to an extent, slightly above average, put up there with like Boat at a six. Sycamore five before we even heard the song so the first time i heard it i was in the car with uh, christina and before it even started i paused it said this song is called sycamore and she goes after hearing the rest of the song she goes i bet it's going to be about comparing a tree an old tree in a field to whatever sure enough that's pretty much exactly what the lyrics were <laughs> awful predictable boring five then we get to the most boring song on the album, No Strings, three. Nothing else to say about it other than it's offensively boring. 
Then the Hills of Aberfeldy. I like that it's different. It's not for me, this one. Uh, it's kind of has like Irish folk song vibes, which I appreciate that it's different. Could have done a lot more. And, you know, you know me, since I'm a glutton for punishment, I went with the bonus tracks here. Wildflowers has that same like Taylor Swift Midnight's ever more minimalistic pop beat. Boring. The only uh, that was a four stoned also a four. The only comments I had for this in all caps was Ugh, make it stop. <laughs> uh, five for toughest has a weird, awkward vocal rhythm going on. Appreciate the drums returning, but it's a boring, tacky song. And then we get to moving, which might honest to God be the worst vocals I've ever heard Ed Sheeran lay down on a track <laughs> ever. This was actually rough to listen to this one. Um, so, I mean, that that's my tracks. The only two standouts, Life Goes On and Curtains, that's about it. Those are the only two I would go back to. Hugely disappointing for me here. A lot of it has the same exact sound. I don't know if you guys picked up on this either, but almost every song on here starts immediately with vocals. No intro to most of them at all, which on its own isn't a bad thing. But when it becomes every song, it just starts to feel like someone put into an AI, like write a sad Ed Sheeran song. And this is what we got. It totally <laughs> snoozes. Yeah, exactly. Miss, I honestly miss like some of that rapping he would do. There's not a single fun song on here, which I get it. It's supposed to be a sadder record, right? But having not a single like song to break up the monotony, it just killed it for me. Also, oddly enough, a lot of water references on this album. I think he way overused the the waves metaphor. I heard it multiple times throughout. So by like the end of the album, when I heard it again, I was like, all right, come on. Really? You can't think of another metaphor. It has to be water again. But anyway, yeah, for me, this one was really, really rough to make it through, uh, which is unfortunate because I, you know, like I said, some of his past work, like Multiply, great album. You know, this one has like don't on it, thinking out loud. Even uh, Divide had incredible songs like Castle on the Hill and Galway Girl is honestly my favorite song he's ever done. That song is great. I, I'm not a big fan of Shape of You, but like perfect. There's so many. He's capable of so much more than what I heard on this album. Mike, is there any redemption? <laughs> on Fortunately, not, sir. Uh, it's kind of a lot of the same. So I'll kind of bull through it. Um, yeah, this was this is just it's treading water, man. That's only that's a uh, you know, it's like you got like Kyle was saying, you got the water analogy. It's treading water. It's it, there's no uh, advancement in the musical kind of landscape. Uh, if anything, it's barely musical at times. It mm -hmm. barely has a backing accompaniment. And that's a continuous um, theme that I kind of see all over this album is just almost barely any musical accompaniment. Uh, this is a vocal album through and through. And the problem with vocal albums is that they kind of, if the, the music that the vocals are producing like um the musical melody that the vocals are producing isn't able to kind of reach that like that kind of zenith of like the of of finding the 
perfect balance of like a song that that kind of travels in a direction and has a lot of different movements in it and 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 presents a lot of good melodies if it's just strictly the vocals kind of holding all the way to the album the music behind it not being there it really makes us a boring kind of uh really lackluster um uh kind of album so yeah, starting uh, with my standout tracks, the only track on the entire album that got over uh, a six is Saltwater. Uh, seven and a half for me. Um, this song needs more commanding uh, music in the background, like uh, some some drums, something that can help uh, um, it along. But it just kind of, um, it's kind of, it lacks uh, that kind of fresh feel and evolving song structure like uh, that it will eventually change up. It kind of just repeats its parts and you kind of like it's ha it's halfway done in a lot of ways. Um, but it's the best song on the album. Um, and then uh, my other standout tracks are Eyes Closed. I actually I don't think it's a good song. I do agree with Kyle that it is a kind of a cheap pop kind of radio song but it's the only thing i have left that's not falling through my fingers like that that is lifeless you know like it it has an upbeat nature it's got the energy um it's just you know it's kind of interesting uh after a first minute but then after that it does it's once again it falls into the same rest on its laurels that it's done before is just kind of like repeat the same thing over without going in a different direction and you're going to hear that coming from me pretty much throughout this whole album and then my final standout track which is a six out of ten was no strings of course kyle doesn't like this song i like <laughs> oh it oh my god doesn't. we're back baby yes all right uh you know the the universe has finally settled into uh the way it should be um yeah piano works here uh you know i feel like it um it's nice to hear a piano that it actually has got some liveliness to it in the sense that it actually is carrying a melody that get, um brings something to the song rather than just be in the background and barely uh, hearable um uh but it misses its opportunities to touch its audience with any kind of emotion another problem in this album it kind of feels like it's not willing to commit to laying out uh the the kind of punch to the emotion that you want that kind of like drive it home it's just treading water um you know so we'll come to boats five out of ten it repeats itself um you know it won't arrive at a true peak it's just kind of like it's flu it's it's treading water um uh life goes on this is basically a very close clone of his song thinking out loud i completely agree with kyle which is why i gave it a four out of ten it is just um it is running out of ideas and it's just uh, it's another song on life support. And I just, you know, I can't I can't a reproduction of something of, of previously used ideas gets the harshest grade for me personally. So um, I, I just want to speak to that for one second. Oh, sorry, Mike. I just wanted to say oh, with sorry. that. I can tell. So the reason I gave it as high as I did, and I forgot to mention this is. I feel like in a way. And if you know, it could be completely off base, I feel like in a way it was purposely done, which when it's purposely done, it doesn't bother me. And if it was very clever of him, because thinking out loud is a love song. This is like a breakup song. So if it's made mm. to go hand in hand with it, you know, having the love song and then a few albums later, like the breakup, brilliant. If I'm off base with that mm -hmm. and he's just out of ideas and that's what he's doing, 
yeah, so be it. But like, I I thought that was clever. That's how I took it anyway, especially because in mm. context of the rest of the record, that's just how it hit me. But every time I hear that chorus, yeah. man, it's just immediately in my head is the lyrics to the other track. Yeah, no, I, I that would actually be kind of ironic and um, it would be funny um, more so for me than it would be like uh, uh, something I would acknowledge as a, a presentable idea. But I do think that would be funny if it was like, hey, let me uh, just like remix my song about love mm. and make it about um, the end of love uh, <laughs> or the end of a relationship. Um yeah, so uh, dusty, boring, mu- barely musical, uh, musical in nature, barely uh, pronounced accompaniment. Yeah, one of the major um, examples of of just a failed thing. End of youth, pretty mid, um, barely musical in accompaniment. Chorus is decent, but not enough. Colorblind, um, feels like it's borrowing from the previous um, song, Perfect. I don't know if you... Uh, mm-hmm. when you hear that song colorblind if you think about the song perfect or elvis's can't help falling in love with you like if you notice he says he literally is almost doing that um can't help falling in love with you like he literally does that those lyrics almost and he's literally like almost just borrowing from that and i just that annoyed me um uh and it just felt like i'm out of ideas help uh curtains uh more recognizable background guitar chorus feels like it's pretty basic despite some more life here it's five out of ten um yeah borderline uh not this falsetto vocals in this uh song are so not used correctly like the whole point of a falsetto vocal is to come up to a point and use them to kind of like uh show the the build and the like the like reaching a certain kind of uh like uh, uh just an epic kind of moment he uses them almost through the entire track almost just like loses the whole point of using them just becomes annoying he's a talented vocalist but he just isn't capturing the emotion or feeling uh but it just feels overused um uh spark um better use of the falsetto to get that but it's just a basic song basic chorus strings in it don't fit um vega's nothing it's just just well, rinse wash repeat sycamore same thing um uh you know like those strings like i said piano works here um helps carry it along in the right direction but it misses the opportunities it's kind of a continuing theme hills of uh Aberfeldy really does not use its accompany to any advantage i was hoping for more of that irish kind of thing in the background more of the instrumental playing some role but it like the instrumentals there and you're like cool here it comes and then it's gone and then it's just like him singing a really basic boring song and then the instrumentals like literally were wasted um three out of ten um while and then i went to wildflower stoned toughest uh some of the worst songs on the track i really i Mm -hmm. really regretted it was like reaching down into you know just a pile of something and you know coming out with like you know, you're like hoping there's something down there. <laughs> it's just nothing. I, I um, struggled. Yeah, to it get was it was brutal. Yeah, I would have just stayed at the 14 tracks and then just called it quits. But yeah, this was tough. Um, this was definitely uh, a lot of missed opportunities, a lot of lack of musical help to a, a vocal album that just doesn't is not able to bring any melodies that were memorable, except maybe Saltwater and um, 
you know, uh, you know, eyes closed is, is less memorable. Just it's something different than the whole album presents, which is the only reason why it got a six out of 10 for me is that it was just different in some way, which is what I was begging for uh, other than what was presented. Yeah. It's like to quote Mike sometimes when I see him online, it's like, do something. <laughs> <laughs> do something, damn it. Do, do something. something. Yeah. Change it and up. I a also, bit. I, I also wore this shirt, uh, you know. I can see. Reason, there you so. go. He, he wore his I hate it shirt, yeah. just for those you don't know. Yeah, there's a, yes, that's the I hate it shirt, folks. Uh, so, you, free, and, uh, you know, that's yeah. a uh, foreshadow, foreshadowing, foreshadow. If you're looking to buy an I hate it shirt, you can just contact our merch store and they'll help you out. Uh, yeah. I'm not kidding. We do have a merch to, store. Yeah. Will you actually go check out Angry Joe's uh, merch <laughs> store and uh, buy the I hate it shirt and then send us money as giving you the, you know, finder's fee. Exactly. Um, man, I, I like to pretend that I'm an optimist <laughs> at some points, but there, there's not much redemption here, uh, for lack of a better word. I hate to say that because I, I do like Ed Sheeran quite a bit, and I am seeing him later next month in June. But, man, like you would think, oh, yeah, he's going to be. You know, like um, you you would think going into it, and I, I could see why Eyes Closed was the was the, like one of the only singles that got released, because it's like it has that pop nature to it. Um, there is a there is a, I don't know if you guys heard this. There's a piano only version of it as well on Spotify if you check it out under singles. Um, it's 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 better, but it's not like you know anything super duper special. Um, man, so. I, I'm not going to try and repeat the, the, what my two uh, dear friends said, but I'm just going to go off a little bit. Uh, boat, slow starter, salt water, um, better but not quite as great. Eyes closed has that like I heard it a lot like on the radio and whatnot, so it, it got my attention. But that's really all I got. And ironically enough, we're all on the same page. Life goes on is literally thinking out loud and perfect combined, but as a breakup song. It's literally the same thing over and over again. Uh, but then again, most songs are, and just that's how we, how it is nowadays. Uh, Dusty, and honestly, and I just to really just be frank with you guys, the rest of the album until you, uh, the rest of the album, I was like craving for something else, craving for something good, <laughs> and, and I was I was I was nearly frothing at the mouth like. Ed, where is the the bit the next big song? And sure enough, he's just like, no, J man, you don't need that. It's okay. You you, you just just sit on these fourteen or twenty or thirty tracks that I wrote that all sound the same. We're on the same page. I'm a little more like you know positive about it, but this is just I I'm I'm not one to rate tracks, but like if we'll get to our rating in a minute, but this is just like a very like mediocre like. Quiet record. I, I I understand why he wanted to take this in a certain direction, but I feel like his next album in like two or three years from now should be much more, in my opinion, uh, more, more, I mean, much more like pop oriented and whatnot. So, Mike, what was that? He is death working metal. on a song with Cradle of Filth, apparently. Oh my that's god! Wild. That's wild, folks. Wild. Yeah. Wow. And he and he yeah. and Kyle emphasized a lot of points already. He's not at all a bad composer or a writer he's a really talented dude oh, he's super talented especially when you see videos of him live when he does 
most of the stuff solo on his own. Yeah. Which they, they, spoilers, I haven't seen him yet live. <laughs> Sorry, no, I'm just kidding. It's all good. Um, it's far anyways. greatest work is in Lord of the Rings, though. The Hobbit is it one of the Hobbits, right? Or is that a <laughs> different guy? Of maybe, I, maybe I have somebody different. Yeah. I, I preferred him in okay. uh, Harry Potter. I uh, Harry Potter. <laughs> yes, I actually, yeah. I actually liked it when he played himself in Yesterday. That was a pretty cool thing, actually. The the Yesterday movie. Well, he actually cool. was. He was actually in Game of Thrones. He actually literally he was, was yeah. one of the soldiers in oh, Game of Thrones. Okay. Yeah, which I, you know, gotcha. I didn't know until someone told me, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I think Mastodon but, was too. Oh. Um, but yeah, I, I there's barely anything else I can say about this. I, I listened to my two, two, like two or three times, maybe four, I, I lost track, four times over. And I kept thinking, right, where's the where's the hint? You would think, like, as Kyle said, with, with a name like Spark. With a name like curtains, or you know, with certain titles giving stuff away. No, it's just all quiet. I I understand why he might want and why he wanted to go in this direction, but it's just like to me, it's too. It's just too like boring and quiet for me. Because uh, I, I I have a confession. This was a this is a one this is a one time listen for me anytime music is very simple in nature doesn't have a lot of complexity doesn't have any layers doesn't have any kind of uh movements like whereas you know like some songs have many movements like in many different directions and kind of do a lot of um you know uh song change ups and momentum changes yeah. i'll i'll definitely go through it even if i hate something i'll go through it th- uh, two three four times but when something kind of chugs along on the same Plane and it, it presents the same sounds on the same plane. I I really do a one through and I'm done. I did um, the same I, thing. Like my brain, my yeah, my my musical ear picks up everything I hear and is able to process it. Um, you know, I'm not like, hey, look at me. I'm like, uh, uh, uh have human intellect and musical knowledge than anyone else. But like, like it doesn't take a lot for me to decipher and decide if something is uh is just not um good to my ear and it just has um nothing to present it's pretty like it's like eating like mcdonald's you know you, you chew it up and you're like all right like uh i i got the gist of the flavor and there's nothing else hidden underneath these layers besides um a lot of uh vocal uh um heavy lifting which isn't even that good at heavy lifting so uh yeah that was pretty much that's all i needed to hear and i was like one and done i did the same thing there were only a handful of songs i went back to to just finalize some stuff on but yeah the whole mm-hmm. album is an experience i could only get through it yeah. once mm-hmm. I, I could not subject myself to it again it was just too boring yeah i mean i was i mm-hmm. like i wish i had stronger feelings of hate towards it <laughs> i feel like even then it would have been more interesting to go back and listen to but it's more just annoyance with how boring throughout the entire thing it was right. how one note and boring like mm. like you said mike it's a very vocal album but when the vocals on almost every track mm. sound exactly the same, there's there's nothing interesting happening. Mm. Mm. And lyrically, people are going to argue. I already know people are going to argue. Oh, it's deep and meaningful and sad. That doesn't mean music is good, though. Like you can have extremely mm. meaningful lyrics, which I honestly don't think that most of the tracks on here even live up to that. You could have that and the song can still be crap. Mm. Yeah, it's just like a Ben Sevenfold's new song. Okay. Oh, God. 
Putin. Um, you know, we love you. Uh, it, they're all arguing, oh, you don't get it. You don't get the, the big meaning and all of the like metaphors and the, the I, like, that's not the point. Like the message does not trump music. Like just because the message mm -hmm. is, is super like uh, insightful doesn't mean that the music itself is excused for being very kind of like gimmicky on purpose. It's like, you know, message isn't, isn't uh, going to elevate something. It's, it's, it's important, but um, it needs to have a music and uh, writing alongside it. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we pretty much hit the nail on the head on this one. I mean, I well, pretty much on the same page. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to go on too much further because you guys are saying all the points that I, I'm trying to come up with in my own head. <laughs> so, right. yeah. So don't worry. We're all we're all pretty much on the same page here. Um, anything else for subtract before we get to our rating? Nope. Good to go. All right, Kyle, you're up. <laughs> yeah. So this one, it's it's just boring. It's middle of the road. There's some tracks that are bad there are some that are okay overall if we're not counting the bonus track standard edition on its own i'd go with a five it's just inoffensively boring for the most part there are a couple parts that i really don't like a couple that are okay it's, it's just a five it's just boring it's there as an album experience that's song for song as an album experience it could go even lower just for length purposes and things like that. But if you include those bonus tracks, we're, I mean, we're bringing it down again to like 4.75, maybe even 4.5. It, it's not good. It, those are four of the worst tracks I think he's ever put out, specifically uh, Moving. I think that was the last one. Horrendous. Couldn't even make it through that one a single time. His vocals on that are rough. But yeah, again, this is an album that really just didn't do anything. It just started. And when you have when you start on a song like Boat, if you're starting on a slow track like that, you want to go for more of a slow burn in that you pick it up after that, but it doesn't. It just starts like that and goes that way for about an hour. And that's honestly, there were points where when the, the time I listened to it with Christina, we were in the car and a song would come on and we would just start laughing. Because we were like more than halfway through it at this point. We're like, all right, there's no way there could be another song that sounds exactly the same and just be another sad song. And sure enough, every time without fail, to the point where when it got to curtains halfway through, I was like, whoa, a change up, something different on this album. And then it just went right back. And I started laughing. I was like, are you shitting me right now? It was just... <laughs> It, it's just boring. It, I got to go with five. It's not offensively bad. It's not making me want to like, you know, rip my ears off or anything, but it, it's not good. Mike, is there any hope at all for subtract or do we take away all the jokes? Oh, no, 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 sir. <laughs> subtract me from this album. And uh, yeah, it's just not. Good, sir. Um, run the mill, boring, uninspired, and lifeless songwriting that is suffocated by its lack of musical accompaniment. Um, very few times does this album get a chance to evoke emotion or grab the listener with a chorus that is powerful and commands a level of risk to reward. 
uh, catching anyone off guard, but it's a slow and similar sounding effort. And I, and that's something I would have loved some more power in the chorus, power behind the vocals. Like vocals were were good, but they were just you know, they weren't like real commanding and just like real like, belting it out. It was just kind of like um you know just like ah, you know like oh right. well you know i'm sad um it walks in place our moses album it's refusing to grab onto a melody and explore it but mostly just kind of bring you like a real skeleton of like of what um you want from an album without fleshing it out you know really kind of taking a, a risk like journeying into some kind of musical landscape like and i think that's ultimately one of its biggest problem is that it just doesn't want um it doesn't need to blow its listeners away with any music why would you need to do that just um you know kind of a serenade your your listener with kind of uh the same thing over and over again and and the people who love it will love it and the people who want more will just kind of like who cares you're ed sheeran and you make uh, tons of money off of this kind of stuff um so you know now very few parts shine through it's very unimaginative and hollow and that's about it uh 3.5 out of 10 is unfortunately the the uh, ranking there yeah uh, uppercut to the gut so um you know try not to be too brutal but um i've listened to his previous work and nothing caught even close to some of the songs that he's done um and even the song saltwater it was half there like it was it got halfway through the song and then it did the same thing over again and i was like no i was hoping you were gonna take this and move with it but instead you just redid it for a second half of the song it's the longest song on the album which is ironic um because it definitely was the the length of something that could have gone in a different direction but ultimately it didn't need to and uh i respect that that a, a artist is that uh confident in his ability to just present something and say I, I don't need to do anything more this is enough and uh you know it click by sales and and tours it's it is it's enough for whoever's a fan so Fair enough, fair enough. And uh, yeah, for me, I'm sitting at about like a, not quite as low as Mike, but like just uh, kind of like, Kyle, you said a five or a 4.4, would you say? So I want five. If you count the bonus tracks, probably about a 4.5. Okay, all right. I'm sitting at about a four, because I'm actually just a, like pretty much neck and neck with you. I'm at like a 4.5 as well. Um, Just for the only, for the sake Miles, of like. Uh, is the biggest fan. <laughs> God, only because the outliers on the song of having the one nine and the one eight drove it up a little bit that's the uh, only reason that's fair that's fair um yeah for me i'm sitting like i'm sitting like a four four point five out of ten as well uh only because it's like uh just it's so unimaginative i'm using mike's terminology at this point unimaginative boring <laughs> like i was surprised also surprising about how this is the direction he's going in. Like, all right, well, it could just be one album. It could be two albums. It could be just this one. I don't know. We're going to have to wait and see what he does in the next two or three years when he puts another one out. So, and it's going to be called Pie, by the way. Yeah, right. I believe. And I, uh, I think it's going to be totally, uh, Spare Root. Spare Root. Okay. Was that I totally agree with you, JT. I was like, when he, when I heard that song, uh, Eyes Closed, like, yeah. I don't like music like that. 
Now, I, like my background is in music that is kind of not that kind of like standard radio song, but I was like, hey, something that has a pulse and that like feels like it's got some other musical elements like the plucking like the things that Kyle didn't like it was something <laughs> like it was musical accompaniment like yeah. it was something to go along the vocals like it was like that's even if I'm not a huge fan of, of the simplistic pop nature of it it's something and like not right. just like strumming a guitar in the background and kind of almost barely kind of following a melody it was more of pronounced and like even if the whole album was that i would have this would have been a six out of ten uh across the board because it would have at least been ballsy enough to say look i'm gonna be simple and basic but i'm gonna do it uh enough where you're going to respect me because i'm gonna be consistent and it wasn't going to do that at all it wasn't going to be consistent it was just going to kind of be all over the place and be very uh limp-wristed and weak yeah. and that's you know i don't i don't I don't award that you know that's that's just not something that gets uh um you know doesn't take the bull by the horns you know right exactly but yeah like i said i'm sitting on this 4.5 4, 4. 4.75 being generous on a generous day but today is not that generous right now so <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna call it at a seven point uh seven four four point five sorry not seven i'm thinking the wrong thing four point five out of ten i know i said the wrong thing mike I'm get sorry this on that. record jt's favorite album is subtract <laughs> my favorite album of all time is subtract by ed sheeran everyone <laughs> All time, baby. Anything else, guys? Yeah. Are, are, are we all set to? Are we good? I think we're all on the same page with this one. Yeah. I mean, yep. If yep. I if I go based on, so the way I do things normally, like I've talked about in the past, is I go just here's the song ratings, I average them out. Yeah, that leaves me with a five. But if I go by on how much I actually enjoyed sitting here listening to it, yeah, I would go down to like a four four point five as well. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Kyle, um, no, commit to it. This is you're the the well, no, that's my the, the lover of here. this album for this album. Oh, All right, folks, we gotta show. go. All right. The paper doesn't show on the camera here. <laughs> I don't see no paper. <laughs> it's just blush. <laughs> oh my god. So goodness. that makes it yeah. your favorite album. All right, anyway. Uh... Yeah, it's my favorite album of the year. Definitely not in the bottom so far. <laughs> it's like it's like it's it's secretly gonna be in like the Walmart bin in like two years, you know, like the five dollar cds or whatever <laughs> uh, that's funny okay um but anyways um that will uh that will do it for us guys thanks so much for watching listening however you enjoyed us tonight uh as you can tell we have pretty much a very unanimous decision here that this is a very, very mediocre album very very low quality and we were not we were not big fans of it so sorry about that anyways i digress now, I were we cut. spinning our wheel this time i was just about to ask no, are we spinning we the wheel right now no i think that's next time next week we're doing uh the new def leopard release Yes, correct. So ne- next week is Def Leppard's um, orchestrated album. I'm not sure what the name of it, whatever. But um, we'll we'll get to that when we get there next week. But yeah, I want to thank Kyle and Mike, of course, for doing this as always to me. And just for those of you who don't know, this guy down below me, Kyle, Q&A podcast, check them out. They do great work just having regular conversations. Can't emphasize it enough. They're incredible work over there. Um, Appreciate so fo- it. Of course, man. Follow, follow them on podcast format wherever you get your podcast. Um, so I know you, the Def Leppard album is called Jurassic Symphonies. Jurassic Symphonies. Thank Just you. Just looked it so, up. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that, what a drastic situation we're in right now. <laughs> Bad jokes. Woo. Uh, woo.
Anyways, we're, 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 we're going to end the stream before you guys, before we go up on our tangent. So thanks so much for watching, listening. However, you enjoyed us. So stay.